0: You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show, Canada's most listened to spiritual talkback program. From 18 years on the hit television show Young and the Restless, and a recurring role for two seasons on NBC's The Facts of Life, to landing the starring role in the Broadway production of Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Michael Damien's career never seems to slow down. He's had a number of top 40 hits, including his number one single, Rock On, which earned him his first gold record. More recently, though... Michael and his wife, Janine, wrote and produced a movie inspired by the events in Janine's life called Moondance Alexander. I watched it, and then I spoke to Michael. This was a couple of years ago. had a great time. Folks, Michael is coming to Toronto to promote his latest movie, Flicka 2. You remember Flicka 1? If you are a horse lover, this is a necessity. Now, starring Tam and Sirzok, uh, Patrick Warburton, and Clint Black. Michael Damien is the website... And he joins us as we speak, live on the Drew Marshall Show. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, Drew. How are you, buddy?
0: Listen, uh, I was—I uh, actually went over the interview that we did a couple of years ago. I listened to it again yesterday. I think that was one of the most funnest, more funner, more funnest interviews I've ever had.
1: Hey, I always have a great time talking with you. You're you you are are wonderful.
0: You I mean, don't remember me, Mr. I, I Big do, Shot. I do, I I remember. Mr. I called Big you, Shot. Collect.
1: You wouldn't accept the whole... <laughs> It was a disaster. I kept calling you, and you said, "Michael Damon, stop calling me." Collect.
0: <laughs> oh man! Well, listen, Mister Weir. Uh, any more? Any more callbacks with YNR these days? Well, you know, it's always it,
1: it, we kind of have this sort of open door policy where if I'm not, you know, directing a film, or if not, you know, because lately I've been in Canada most of the time making movies, <laughs> and uh, in your wonderful country, and if I'm not there, uh, you know, directing. Uh, and I'm in town and, you know, and Young and the Restless wants me to pop in, I'm always available for them and, you know, I love the show. They've been so wonderful to me and it's been a blast, you know, playing Danny Romeladian. You know, uh, you know my character's not dead, so you know whenever they you know if they need
0: me, I'm I'm there. I have a friend who is a uh, soapy, a soap no a soapy is I guess is someone who watches this. So she's an actress on the soaps, uh, not doing a whole lot these days. Tracy Milk is her name. Oh
1: yeah,
0: and I've tra- heard of her. Right. Well, Tracy and I were were giving Candace uh, Cameron Burray some advice about a, a kissing scene that Candace had to do on her new series, Make It or Break It. And mm-hmm. Tracy said to Candace, "Eat lots of garlic before you got to make out with someone." on set did you ever have any tricks of the trade or did you just go right into it and just start lip-locking and uh you know, that kind of stuff
1: well you know you didn't uh, think i was going to ask
0: you like anything like that's a it, tough right. one
1: i wasn't ready for that one um <laughs> i i don't know about garlic uh that's a little bit odd uh <laughs> that's that's sort of that's 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 a crime because you know you're really not doing your fellow actor any service you know right. a, a service by doing that you know just uh Boy, you just got to make it real, and uh, you know you're playing a character, and just just make sure when they all oh, cut, stop kissing. Right, right, That's the only thing. It tends you know, I mean, tends to like, get a little I awkward
0: thing. after that, does it? I,
1: I tell you, a funny story. When I was shooting, um, do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but I did uh, a music video. My Danny Romaladi did a music video uh, against all odds. Yes, uh, the song, and I did it with Tracy. The car- you know, Tracy Bregman, who plays hmm. uh, um, Lauren Fenmore. We did this duet, and. The director wanted me to be passionately, hold, you know, kissing her. And he, Tracy's mom and dad were on the set, okay? <laughs> and it was just so oh. bizarre. Because, awkward. Awkward moment. I'm like, I, I was like Tracy, do, this, do your parents have to be here? I mean, you know, it's like, I, I don't mind them watching, but could they go in the green room or <laughs> something? Because it's just a little funny, you know? It's yeah. like, it didn't feel right. No. But, you know, it's your job, and you got to,
0: you know... Someone's got to do it. Well, speaking of kissing various women over the years, uh, how is Miss Solid Gold Dancer, daughter of Roscoe P. Coltrane, Mary Lou from Dukes, doing? <laughs>
1: Janine is doing great. Boy, you've got you've got it down. You do your research. Uh, I had to say, you are the most well-informed Stop. interviewer Stop. I've ever talked Stop. to. Uh, I told you that last time in the interview, and I mean it. Uh, Janine is doing great. She uh, executive produced uh, Flicka 2 uh, uh, you know, with me, and... Uh, and she's just fantastic. It's a, she's a wonderful partner. I love writing with her. Uh I love making movies, uh being married uh to her and uh she's just fantastic. And her dad, you know, James Best, aka Roscoe, uh, We just saw him a couple nights ago. We had the premiere uh of flickr 2 in Nashville and that was just a fantastic event and uh just a wonderful group of celebrities came nice. out and and uh you know, and just a wonderful
0: time. Speaking of Nashville, there's a guy in Nashville who we're going to interview after we're, we're finished speaking with you, and he told me to say good day to your wife from him. and His name is Rick Elias. Oh. Uh, so so just pass that name along, and you and okay, your wife Rick can Elias. you and your oh. wife can have a discussion about who this Rick Elias is. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I should be. I'm a little bit nervous about that. You know. <laughs> I think you Rick Elias says hi. Oh, really? yeah he? I'm
0: not here. <laughs> She's still not doing a whole lot of laundry, though. Has that changed at all? Um, you I, told I, me that. You told me she does not do laundry, and then she came on the phone and gave you what for during that interview?
1: You know, I, she she doesn't really. Well, no. You know what it is? She doesn't like me to do anything. I can't touch any anything. We have a wonderful uh, woman that, that that works with us and has been here for for I think I, I can't since <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember how long. It's been about eighteen years, but. Yeah. Uh, and, and Carmen is, you know, awesome, and she takes care of everything. I've tried to wash a few things, like, like being, you know, anxious. Like, I really want to soften this thing or whatever, and I've ruined everything. <laughs> I, mean, I either put, it turns into a mini me shirt. Nice. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've like, I dyed colors. I did a, I, I turned a shirt into a Joseph and Detective a dream color, color, well color Dream shirt. I mean, it just blended all the colors, and it was a disaster. So well I'm done. not allowed to do it.
0: That's actually my strategy in my house, is to screw up any household chore.
1: Well, that's and, what I've done. And
0: then I won't and get asked to do it, you see. I,
1: they don't want me to touch anything. There you, you go. Know? So Victory. I, I can barely touch the cappuccino machine.
0: <laughs> hey, are, are you still in touch with uh, with Don Johnson from the last movie?
1: You know, I haven't seen Don lately, but Janine saw him just about two weeks ago, ran into him, and he, she said he looked fantastic, and, uh, you know, just he was very charming. And uh, they, I think she saw him in Beverly Hills uh, about a week ago and does he still
0: does he still sort of push up his suit jacket sleeves at all just kind of post him well, up the he, there?
1: yeah you know he didn't have his socks on <laughs> you know and I, drew i did tell you that the time when i when i met with don did i tell you that story that i i didn't realize it but subconsciously subconsciously i had dressed like don johnson going to meet going to meet him at, for drinks
0: are you kidding me
1: yeah we were supposed to have a meeting to discuss you know working together and and uh I didn't realize it, but I put on a linen jacket. I put on some linen pants, a white, a, a, a pastel t-shirt, loafers and no socks, and, and I didn't shave. I was it. She said, you're kidding, right? I said, what are you talking about? Are you like, are you, is this a joke? No, what are you talking about? She said, you you look like Sonny Crockett. You can't go to a, a meeting with Don Johnson trying to be Don Johnson. and you know.
0: Oh, that's a funny, funny story, funny story. So I
1: immediately shaved, uh, yeah. changed the jacket, put on a black jacket, I'm in L.A., black, you know, yeah. pants. If
0: changed. you just changed your, your, your clothing, still didn't shave, but change your clothing and maybe put on a pink sweater, you'd look like Michael W. Smith, you see? <laughs> exactly. that, that, would, that would work. <laughs> Lori Lachlan, she was in the news recently. They were still enamored with this woman, saying, my goodness, she just looks fantacular. Yeah, she doesn't age. She's
1: beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful woman inside and out.
0: Uh, honorary Canadian, uh, coming here uh, to Toronto.
1: We're going to do a special uh, Flicka 2 DVD signing at uh, your your awesome HMV store uh, at First Canadian Place at 12 noon tomorrow. Or Monday, I'm sorry, Monday. Both. Yeah, the event's on Monday. And I'm going to be with uh, one of the young stars of Flicka 2, uh, a young uh, Canadian actor named Riley Dolman, who I think the girls are going to go crazy over. Uh, And love him in the film. And
0: uh, does does he have the Justin Bieber sort of uh, floppy hair thing? No, he's a little bit
1: more. He's a little more rustic, kind of Western. You know, he's he's kind of a a little more. He heads towards the James Dean kind of
0: vibe. Okay, Brad
1: Pitt, James Dean kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the young male lead in the film. And Riley and I are going to sign DVDs at the at the store Monday. Fantastic.
0: So. Now, are you and your wife both into horses? Where's this horse vibe? I know your wife is for sure, but are you as much into horses as your wife is?
1: Um, I love horses, but I when I first you know started directing, which by the way just happened you know uh, because of Moon Dance, you know I got the uh, the offer to do Flicka too. Uh, you know I I had, you know I. I pretty much was always looking for the uh, the parking brake on the horse, and the uh, no, I I love horses. I totally respect them, um, and I'm not a great rider. I will admit that. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. But um, I love them, and I think they're gorgeous animals. And I've learned so much working making out two films with horses, and, and and they're just incredible creatures. And they're really smart. They're beautiful, and they. Um, they don't give you any attitude on the set.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cleared up whether you're a rider or not. I was going to invite you up to the ranch uh, to go for a ride, but now, well, you, now you don't want to. So that's that's fine.
1: I would hey, yeah. I, No, 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 I'll do it. I'll, I'll jump on. I'm just saying I'm not a pro. But, hey, can I tell you, at the Nashville premiere, we had Flicka and a couple of horses and the PR a uh, group asked me if I wanted to ride up with Clint Black, and I said, "Well, <laughs> if you want somebody taking out all the paparazzi by accident, yeah. uh, maybe you better not have me ride up." They're like, "Okay, we won't have you ride up." Now, is Clint—is
0: he a proper country singer? Does he actually know the right side of a horse to get up on, or is no, Clint he... knows how to ride? Okay, just check. Clint,
1: away. yeah, he's no, no, that guy—he knows how to ride. So, uh, and you know, Clint Black is—I mean, we obviously we know he's a fantastic singer, and he's sold well over twenty-five million albums. Uh, but he's a really good actor, and uh, I think people are gonna uh, really enjoy his performance in the movie. He just uh, he's so natural, charming, and really funny. And uh, just uh, it was just a pleasure uh, working with him on this
0: film. We're talking about Flicka 2 of 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment. Michael Damian on the phone with us. He is the director of this movie and was also the director of Moondance Alexander, which I told you last time when I watched it, I was at the end of a long week. I was tired. I was emotionally vulnerable. And I ended up watching this movie on the couch with my wife at night, and I cried. Oh... So if, means a lot. Well, but here's the thing. I actually believe that if you're involved with Flicka 2, then this is going to be another big hit. Because, I mean, not only is there Clint Black in this, but you've got Patrick Warburton. Of course, we all know his voice uh, from Family Guy. We know his acting on Seinfeld. And Taman Surzok, Is that how you say her name? Yes. It says newcomer, but I, I think I remember her from something when I used to live in Australia. Is she Australian?
1: She's an Australian. Yes, you, you hit you hit it right. She's an, an Australian actress, and she was on a show there. Uh, I guess when they say newcomer, newcomer to, the, to North America. Yeah. And uh, she starred also in the Nickelodeon TV movie Spectacular that was on, uh, I think it was last year. Okay. And also, she is from Young and the Restless as well. And by the way, I had no idea that she was on Young and the Restless, and... Our casting director said, "Oh, isn't that great that you know you're from Young and the Restless and Pam is from Young and the Restless." And I said, "No, I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> nice. I wish
1: someone would tell me things."
0: Yeah, you got to get clued in. You need me. You need—I can be your information person uh, there. To I, absolutely.
1: You can teach me to ride a horse, and you can tell me who's in the movie.
0: But one thing I can't teach you is how to play the vibes.
1: Oh yes. Well, I can. I can work with you on the vibes because I. i I've,
0: love that you, you need to do everything you can to find out who has posted that awkwardly horrific video of you and your family band playing uh, that is the scariest 80s thing a sequence i've ever seen in my life wait is it
1: showing me to do the vibe solo yes how how is it uh, awkward it, 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 what did, well, did I look weird or strange? Or? Dude,
0: everybody looked weird back then. Seriously, well,
1: but that was like in the seventies.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was probably late seventies. Yeah, you're right. People yeah, didn't
1: seem normal then.
0: I was expecting Leaf Garrett to walk on stage at the, <laughs> that particular point in time.
1: I can't believe it's on the on somewhere on the internet. I'd yeah. take it up immediately if I could. <laughs> I'm gonna go up there and
0: do it. Oh, just a minute. I'm getting it. am getting. Hold on. I'm getting another. I'm getting a call here from Euro, Euro Rent uh, called, and they want to know if you're going to wreck any more cars.
1: Euro Rent? Yeah. When did I rent their car? I
0: don't know, but you put diesel in it, dude.
1: <gasps> oh, how did you find... Oh, man. <laughs> I did do that, didn't I?
0: <laughs> yeah, that is probably one of the... I mean, there's embarrassing things we've all done in life, but come oh, on. Come on!
1: There's nothing worse than filling it up with the wrong fuel, and... Oh, that was embarrassing, especially after my wife was saying, you know, make sure you get the right fuel in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I know how to, I know how to, I know what's yeah. regular gas and diesel, and I put the wrong fuel
0: and in And what the kind car. of car was it, uh, Michael? It was, a,
1: it was a brand new Mercedes.
0: Mm. Sorry about your luck.
1: Yeah, it didn't go well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to become big fancy director, and I'm sure you're going to move back to France and, uh, you know, look down at the rest of the world down the end of your nose. But un- until such a time happens, yes, uh, <laughs> we are looking forward to this release of Flicka Two. Uh, uh, thank you. When are we going to get our? When can we get our grubby little hands on this DVD?
1: It's going to be. Um, well, first of all, what's happening Monday at the HMV uh, store is before it's actually out anywhere in the world. So that is like the first time anyone anyone can get the DVD. So it's sort of a special exclusive thing that day only and then of course it's available everywhere at uh you know HMV stores, anywhere you like to buy your uh either your DVDs, uh Walmart, any place you'll be able to get it. Okay. But uh Monday is going to be a special, you know, uh, event for the signing at 12 noon.
0: Fantastic, uh, Michael. Thank you yep. for spending a bit of time with us today. We we don't need to do an entire "This Is Your Life" interview because we did that two years ago. However, I do need to ask you one question that I forgot to ask you last time you were on the show.
1: What was that? Does it have to do with my hair?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> no.
1: Because I am not wearing as much gel these days, and I I, so I just want <clears throat> to let you know that you know people will be able to recognize me.
0: But dude, you uh, have a serious head of hair. Like it yeah. is. You're like a troll doll. <laughs>
1: You know, I have a
0: button on my back, and I actually push it, and it pops out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the most complimentary host you've ever talked to. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't actually uh, ask you too much about your God life. Like, we ran out of time horsing around. Your wife came on the phone. It was a great time. But at the end of it, I went, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to ask you about your God life. Can you explain to me at what point in your life you actually said okay i believe there's a god and i'd like to surrender my life to this creator was there an actual point did you just grow up in it there was there a turning point what what's the goal with that
1: um i i had the great fortune of growing up in it from the day i remember anything <laughs> my first memory um you know my parents uh are just wonderful parents and uh just really you know instilled uh the christian faith in, in, into me and and the belief and and it's really um it's been with me ever since i was born and i'm really fortunate uh, because um it's been such a great source of of inspiration and and it's helped guide me and and uh level out my moral compass at, at times you know when you're you know living in la and and this is a crazy town and and uh you really you know you can become cynical and you can become uh just very negative, and so I'm really fortunate that I've always had that to to um uh to rely on and and guide me and and inspire me when i'm you know down and when I'm feeling you know that <laughs> things uh, are looking hopeless um i always uh you know it's amazing what can happen when you you know just take a minute and uh, think of positive thoughts say a prayer um uh, or pray for someone in need. And uh, so I'm really fortunate. But did you
0: ever um, struggle with your faith? You know,
1: because um, right you know, now, right
0: now, with that with that perfect head of hair and this <laughs> and this and this lovely spiritual life and a great foundation with the family and the beautiful marriage, I mean, it just it sounds a little hardy boyish right now.
1: Well, it, it is, but you know, no, I've had some really tough, tough. There's been tough times, um, and, and you know, and I've had you know family not well and. But it's amazing how you know uh, you know just keeping the faith and how things have have turned around um believe me I, I uh you know just it may not happen right away, and it may happen in a different way, but it's something that really has kept me going and especially in the tough times and we've had you know you know a big family like I do I'm one of nine, and you know just there's there's things that are gonna happen and and people get ill and people have problems and and you know it's just it's it's really something that has has helped me help keep me grounded and focus on the bigger picture you know because see you can get too consumed with with you know oh gosh, I gotta make more money, you know or I got to do this or that you know, but you really have to kind of ask yourself what's it all about at, at some point you know, hmm. and uh I think people get too really too uh focused on on how much they can acquire. Uh, you know how many materialistic things they can acquire require, acquire while they're here. You know what I mean, and that's yeah. something that you can get seduced by. So it's really um, there has to be a balance, and I think that faith and, and uh, uh, you know um, having having faith in God and and uh, that there is something so much bigger there has helped. Help guide me and keep me focused and grounded.
0: Well said. Well said. Michael Damien on The Drew Marshall Show. I appreciate your time, your heart, your style, your class. Flicka 2 is the uh, DVD you want to look out for. And if you want to go down and say good day to uh, Michael Damien, he is going to be in Toronto on Monday at the HMV. Where the heck is it again? It's going
1: to, it's, uh, hey, look, I've got the address. They, they sent it to me. They said, make sure you tell people the address. It's at First Canadian Place. Okay. 100 King Street West.
0: Okay. So that's not right. Oh, Bay that's Street. that's the big huge HMB. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, We're yeah. we be
1: there, and I have to tell you, Drew, I'm so excited because it's been a long time since I've been to Toronto, and I, you know, going back, I did a lot of concerts there. I played your CNE many times. Oh, CNE. Uh, <laughs> just I played all over Canada, on on all over Ontario. So it's really I'm really excited about coming back there and and getting a chance to say hello and and seeing some of my uh you know my uh, faithful followers and and uh you know just i'm really looking forward to being back in your lovely
0: city and just to make sure that you are the real deal all right yes. this honorary canadian i uh, finished the sentence again like we did last time how's it going hey there he is ladies and gentlemen michael damien <laughs> it's pretty good stuff too way to go eh? beauty okay A. all right michael good to chat with you mate all right bye bye michael damien on the drew marshall show Man, I like that guy. He's a lot of fun. Check him out in Toronto on Monday. When we come back from our very, very short break, we're on to our next guest here on the Drew Marshall Show, Rick Elias, singer, songwriter, producer. Uh, the guy's worked with Amy Grant, Aaron Neville, Bob Carlisle—you know, the Butterfly Kisses guy. You know, you know what I'm talking about there. His uh, his music has been used in Dawson's Creek, my big fat Greek wedding, and the Tom Hanks film That Thing You Do. I love that movie. That was a great movie. But he's probably best known as the founding member of Rich Mullins' Ragamuffin Band, Rick Elias, and then around four o'clock, the Warren Brothers. Are you kidding me? What a lineup! We'll be right back. Like what you've heard? Listen again online at drewmarshall.ca.